Good afternoon all. I'm Dan Atsori, research partner at Conwell Insight. We will be focusing on RIMA, the review of electricity market arrangements. Uh, we will be uh, trying to understand RIMA, trying to navigate and understand what it means for uh, all of us within the energy sector. As you probably already know, Cornwall Insight, uh, which was established back in 2005, it's a team of independent experts. Uh, we're passionate about the energy market, providing consultancy, market intelligence, thought leadership, webinars and training in the GP market, as well as in Ireland and uh, Australia. So uh, the only thing that is constant in life is change, said uh, Greek philosopher Heraclitus uh, more than 2,500 years ago. Arguably, nowhere this is truer than within uh, the energy sector, the energy sector in those days in particular. So this is true, of course, for all aspects of life. Uh, and we've been impacted all to a certain extent by all the events that, that have been changing our lives in recent years from uh, COVID, the pandemic, more recently, the war in Ukraine, and the impacts in particular on the energy sector have been uh, massive. The result is that uh, a lot of our certainties, long-held certainties about, about the energy sector, in particular about the energy market, has been um, shattered. We have all seen clearly other crises, also other recessions uh, throughout our lives, but this is different. It's different for us, in particular, within the energy sector, because uh, the energy is not a uh, passenger along you know on on the train of the of the economy we in the energy sector are real really at the center at the epicenter of these crises so this is probably to a scale that we haven't seen previously at least since the 70s since the two oil crises back in the 70s 73 and 79 we were used to be impacted by crises and by recessions, but this time, as I said, we are really uh, at, the, at the center of it all. In the last couple of years, uh, this is nothing new. I'm sure this uh, kind of uh, chart, or at least this trajectory of prices is familiar to all of us. But just to uh, sum up, COVID-19, the pandemic, so uh, gas prices crash to all-time lows back in May 2020, with periods of extended cold, cold weather across Europe. And then when the, re the economic recovery uh, somehow started, uh, all this pent-up demand led to uh, tight supplies for gas globally. So we were already 20 months after the peak of the COVID crisis, uh, with prices at all-time highs, but prices have been surging even higher and higher, obviously, as we all know, as a result of the um, Russian invasion of Ukraine. So we are now in a situation that is unprecedented, uh, that is having impact on, on our lives, not only, not only just as, uh, as you know, uh, energy practitioners, uh, but on, on the lives of all of us throughout the country and throughout Europe and the world. As a resurgence, as a, as a consequence of what, what has been happening in these couple of years, we argue that we are now seeing the resurgence of the old energy trilemma. So that is a, was a way to uh, uh, conceptualize, to understand uh, the priorities uh, in, uh, for, for the energy sector, the policy priorities for the energy sector. So in recent years, we focused only 
on decarbonization, which of course remains a key priority, but more and more we need to be conscious of the need of uh, uh, taking into consideration properly energy security, so security of supply, which has been threatened in the current crisis, and we cannot ignore the consequences on consumers, so the uh, affordability part of the dilemma. So sustainability, affordability, and security, the old energy dilemma, are now again at the forefront of our thinking, not just within the energy sector. Again, we are in an unprecedented situation also because market design issues and issues around uh, those three elements are now at the center of the political debate in the UK and elsewhere. And it is very likely that all of those uh, topics will be, will be uh, discussed by political parties, by the public opinion at large. We will see uh, later how also uh, political parties in the UK are taking different stances when it comes to tackling those issues. So uh, to address all of those concerns, the, uh, the government has launched, of course, uh, a market intervention. So there is, uh, in the making, um, a uh, policy, uh, policy change, which will be extremely impactful for the sector. That was first announced in the um, energy security strategy back in April. It was just a couple of lines in the document. So I don't think that uh, it received enough public attention or media attention. Uh, back then. For us at Cornwall Insight, uh, it sent uh, uh, shockwaves because we knew something was coming, something big uh, was coming. So we started thinking uh, what that could mean for for us and for the um, energy sector at large. So what we're likely to see is a uh, fundamental um, change of uh, of the market design as we have known it in the uh, last couple of decades or so. So of course the market design we have in place today was shaped particularly by the British Electricity Trading and Transmission Agreements or BATA back in 2005 and then thoroughly reformed uh, with the Electricity Market Reform, EMR, between 2013 and 2014, that was already uh, uh, meant to uh, allow renewable capacity to, to come online to decarbonize the system. But there were and there are some fundamental challenges with the market design as it is, uh, challenges that we'll, we'll explore uh, in uh, uh, further um, uh, specifically in the panel discussion, but my colleagues will be able to uh, give you some pointers as well. So all of those events and all, all the tension that we have seen before is creating now the urgency for, for this change. And that, of course, uh, opens up the question on whether we need uh, incremental change, whether we need a uh, radical reform, and... Uh, We've actually been asking uh, our audience into webinars we held in July. One was right before the consultation was announced. The other was, uh, was right after. Uh, so we have been asking um, uh, our, our audience, uh, what do they think? 
about the need for market reform. So in the first pie chart, of course, this is not a kind of a statistical sample. It is not representative. This is just a temperature check, uh, if you wish, uh, within the sector. So uh, what emerged was a really strong need, a really strong desire for market reform. Uh, so a lot of people actually think that the market design needs to be drastically reformed rather than um, uh, just incrementally, organically um, updated. At the same time, when we started asking about what's the best solution, LMP, locational marginal pricing, or other options that my colleagues will be exploring, then uh, the key point is that there is lack of, of consensus. So a uh, lot of different, different options. Uh, what's the best one? Then, you know, uh, it's, uh, it's a different story. Of course, our goal here today is not to tell you what is the best answer, what is the best option. Our goal is to deep dive into all of those uh, options, the key options, and, um, and understand what they mean for us, what they mean for you, and to and to engage and to discuss about about all of that and what could be the impact and the consequences. So the the plan for today is uh, for um, right after me for my colleague Adam to introduce Rima. So to tell you a bit more in detail about what Rima is about, what it means. Uh, then Kate will be exploring exactly those options the emerging options for RIMA. Sarah will be providing a macro energy outlook and how that might influence RIMA. Robert will be then um, um, talking about the next steps in GB energy policy. So of course, putting RIMA also in a broader context, because of course, a lot is happening at the moment besides RIMA. And then it will be the time for our panel discussion, look in particular at what RIMA means for different market participants.